Mabil. Hello. Hey there. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you happen to be watching this. That's right. Or listening, if it's podcast only. Ooh. Yeah, if you're doing video, if you're doing audio, it depends. We're so, glad you're here. Yeah, we're so excited you're here. We're coming to you live shortly. We're going to be talking to Wilmer Hall today, but we'll get to that in just a second. Sit back, relax. We'll be right back with you. Makes your shoulders want to move, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? That makes your shoulders want to move. Yeah, little little, little ditty there. All right, guys, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Uh, we're Brooks and Mandy Conkle with the Mobile Rundown, and I don't know if you guys know we produced this project. It started three years ago, out of something we do in the Mobile Rundown, and it's called Do Some Good. So we had this section in the Mobile Rundown where we were always telling people, "Hey, here's something you can do. Here's a good thing you can do." And then we said, "Wait a minute, like, why don't like?" Let's find a way to be able to, in the annual basis, be able to tell people about organizations that are in town and what's going on and what they're doing. And so we launched this magazine product out of that idea. Absolutely. Right? There are so many organizations that are doing so much good in our community. And so it is time to highlight them and what they are doing and find out ways that we as the public can give back to the organization and get involved. Heck yeah. And so today. 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 Today, who do we have? Who do we have with us today? We have Pratt Patterson us. with the Wilmer Hall. Pratt is the executive director, and he is going to be telling us everything about Wilmer Hall and what they do, who they are, and how we can get involved. So we're excited right. to bring him on. And let's bring on Pratt right now. Pratt, welcome. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing fine. How are you? We're doing well. We're doing Absolutely. well. Thanks for being with us today. We appreciate we appreciate your time. So um, maybe maybe the first thing is just to introduce. So like, let's imagine that who is listening to this has no idea what Wilmer Hall is, or they've never heard of it. Like, let's treat that person like that and give us the give us the background of the organization and what it's about. Sure. Uh, Wilmer Hall was founded in 1864 as a home for orphans and widows, um, founded by Bishop. Richard Hooker Wilmer, who was the second Episcopal Bishop of Alabama. Um, and so for those 157 years, um, what it looks like day to day certainly has changed, but the mission most simply put has stayed the same. And that is to take care of young people uh, that, that are not able to take care of themselves or that don't have anybody to take care of them. Um, Gotcha. What that looks like mostly now in 2021 is uh, young adults kind of in the transitional phase. Um, and then many of those are young women. I say transitional phase, maybe 18 to 22. And many of those are young women who are here with their babies and small children. Um, we also started about 12 years ago an after school tutoring program. Um, where college students from South Alabama and Spring Hill tutor students from around the community here at Wilmer Hall. Uh, we call that education for life. And 
we have a hundred percent promotion rate in that 12 years. And because cool. we've had such success, we have started community-based uh, tutoring programs in some local middle schools using the same model. What do you think that like, that's super impressive, a hundred percent success rate. I mean, like what do you attribute to, to that? I mean, is there something being done that's different do you think than other, than other models or what do you, what do you, well, we have 40, 45 students here and 40 tutors. So the nearly one to one ratio uh, is helpful, of course. Um, Plus we provide basic things that not everybody has the opportunity to have. That's a healthy snack after school, a safe place to be, uh, computers, textbooks, school supplies, um, and and we we put extra emphasis beyond just uh, schoolwork that they're responsible for on uh, reading and math, which are some of the deficits mm-hmm. uh, in in struggling schools and communities. Um, so those are and some through of that. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that they get to develop relationships with the one-on-one aspect. They're able to develop a relationship, which is something I think that, you know, just intrinsically, um, it's a it's an intimate thing that they get to grow with the person that they are working with. So sure. I'm, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it as well. It does. It does. Um, you know, I think uh, the tutors being college age, they not only become mentors also, but they're a little more relatable because they're closer in age. Um, yeah. instead of us older people doing. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear from us. Um, oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, so they also the work people- with our, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, and those education folks, not the college tutors, but our education staff also work with any of our young adult residents that might be in high school or might be in a two-year or four-year college if they need that kind of support or uh, that need to get their their GED. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I was wondering how you get the residents that you get and you get um, the, the, the ones that you have that are staying on property. Are they coming from previous foster placements or other foster homes and then just kind of coming into you guys for for that transition period or have they been with you guys? Um, we get referrals from a number of sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, we, I don't recall anybody coming from a foster home that I recall. Um, okay. Our focus, we would not consider ourselves a foster home. You know, we're kind of for a longer term um, transformation, I guess I would say we, we enable people that have the natural ability to become independent and successful uh, through education, job skills training, life skills training. Um, typically people that have been homeless or at risk of being homeless or in a home that that was definitely not going to produce a positive outcome in, in that young person's life. Um, but we get referrals from sometimes the counselors uh, in the high schools. Um, probably our biggest referral source right now, I think, is the United Way 211 hotline. We're a United Way partner agency. Uh, sometimes it's, it could be churches or, or word of mouth. Uh, but again, we, we focus on working with people that can become uh, independent and relatively successful. You know, I think it's important for groups uh, to exist that work with people that have histories of violence or low IQs or that have been adjudicated 
um, or have had substance abuse problems, but that's not what we do. We're working with people um, that can become independent and relatively successful, like I said, within about two years through life skills training, job skills training, um, education, vocational training. Nice. Absolutely. I think that that is one of those things that um, we actually had uh, someone else on that we had interviewed that is doing something similar. But I found it so incredible that these are the things that a lot of times in the high schools and even in churches and just within parenting, you guys are teaching some life skills that some of these kids wouldn't get anywhere else. Like these are the things that learning how to go to an interview, learning how to take care of themselves, learning some basic things that you would think maybe would be taught in our high schools on some sort of level, but some of those skills, foundational skills are just not there. So it's incredible to have an organization that really provides that. And you said it's a two year, the transitional is a two year program. That's the goal, uh, you know, but, but it's not hard and fast. You know, if someone comes in and needs to get their GED uh, and has never had a job, for example, they might mm -hmm. be here longer than two years. Or if somebody is, a senior in college, but can't figure out how to make ends meet to get to graduation. They might be here nine months. Um, so it really depends on where the person is in their life. But I would say the goal would be within two years, if the person's not a student, if, if somebody is a, a student, for example, we've got a young man who's a student at Murphy. Now, if he were going to go to South Alabama, for example, he might be here five more years. Uh, so if somebody's a student, they're welcome to stay here as long as they are a student. Uh, but for people trying to enter the workforce or be in the workforce in a, in a more um, meaningful way, the goal is two years. And that would usually include getting a, a full-time job with benefits, uh, purchasing a car, uh, obviously car insurance, learning how to file your taxes, cooking classes, uh, personal finance, healthy relationships, really Anything that uh, many of us got uh, at home that, that people that grew up um, in harder situations did not get. Those things yeah. are just so important. So the people that you have come in, are they on a volunteer basis to be able to teach these things to these students and to these people in that transitional phase? Are you take you take volunteers from the public to come in and do that? Or is that something that you just you guys have on staff? Uh, we. We don't. We um, our staff handles that. We have um, eight full time house mothers and a program director who's a social worker and another social worker and um, a number of other folks, uh, three people on our education staff. And then we have outside counselors, therapists that we work with if people need counseling. Um, so we're, we're pretty well staffed. And it sounds like a really well-rounded program that you guys have to offer. So I know you guys have been around for 157 years. Is that what you said? Right. 157 years. And for only about 120 of those or so, I think you have been at the Old Shell location. Is that true? That's right. Um, <clears throat> we were founded in the Civil War um, by Bishop Wilmer, and he was concerned about the safety of, of the place if it had been in Mobile at that time because of Mobile Bay. Um, and he was correct because, of course, the Battle of Mobile Bay happened later that year. 
Um, and so from 1864 until about 1866, we were in Tuscaloosa. And then starting oh, wow. in 18, 1867, we were in downtown Mobile. Um, and we bought the property where we are now on Old Shell Road in 1914. And based on what I can tell, looking back at records and correspondence, the buildings we're in now were, were occupied here uh, by about March of 1916. So we've been in this spot about 105 years. Wow. And it's a beautiful campus as well. And I'm sure people have seen it and maybe not even know what they're seeing when they are driving by. It's, it's you've got four larger uh, buildings in the front, correct? Facing Old Shell. And then... Uh, um, Three original buildings, and one is a cottage for um, young mothers and their children, and one is our education center, one is their office, uh, and then the fourth is right behind that, and that's where I live with my family, so I'm here 24-7 um, in case of emergency, and then <laughs> yeah. we have four uh, more dorm-style cottages in the back that were built in the 1960s. Very cool. Very cool. Sounds like you guys have an incredible program. And I know that you do certain events throughout the year. Um, I, f I feel like your your famous event is your pancake event. Um, I mean, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 Um, what other events do you, or what other fundraisers do you guys do throughout the year in a typical year? I know we've had, sure. you know, some non-typical um, time. So we just last year, of course, we were not able to have the pancake breakfast. Uh, we did have it a few weeks ago. It was drive-through. Um, it was our 14th annual, and we served about 420 breakfasts in the rain. Um, and so it was, oh, it was really wow. a really a successful fundraiser. We had the Blowhouse Band under a tent that people could listen to as they drove through, uh, and it was it was a great event. And it was great to be able to uh, welcome uh, the community back to campus now that we've finally turned the corner on on the pandemic. Um, and then on June 19th this year, uh, we have the 11th annual Kaiser Myrie Memorial uh, Fishing Tournament. And that uh, was created in memory of Kaiser Myrie, who was who was killed here about 12 years ago, which a lot of people may remember. Um, mm -hmm. And all the proceeds there benefit Wilmer Hall. Uh, you can find more information on that on the website. It's KaiserTournament.com, uh, and that'll be at the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club, uh, also with a way station at Dolphin Island. Uh, normally, up until COVID, we had also started um, our mother-son field day in the fall, and we have, were not able to have that uh, this past fall, and we haven't decided yet about this fall. We just have to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we totally understand that. So outside of the fundraisers that you guys held, of course, you are always open to donations and things of that nature from the public. What would you say your greatest need outside of monetary donations? What would you say your greatest need is from the public? Um, well, you, you mentioned monetary donations. That That is the <laughs> yeah. greatest need because our, um, okay. you know, our greatest expense, of course, is our people. We're fully staffed. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Um, so as you can imagine, that's that's definitely our, our greatest expense. But um, right. we also need uh, non-perishable food items for our food pantry, uh, baby items like diapers and wipes. 
Um, you know, a lot of times if a resident or a student, uh, you know, does something good or has a birthday or something like that, we'll give them a, a gift card as a, as a little thank you or, or a good job. Uh, so we always need gift cards to local restaurants and, and stores. Um, to, uh, bedding, you know, new twin sheet sets, comforters, pillows, uh, anything like that, cleaning supplies. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a long list. I know a lot of organizations are in need, especially after a year of COVID where they were not able to do the fundraisers that they typically do to help support the programs that they have. So we, our hope is that um, our listeners and our watchers, that you will you will tug on their heartstrings and they will be able to give back to your organization. You guys do so many amazing things and do so much for so many in need in our area. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I gotta <laughs> say, is there is there anything that um just have a question? Is there anything that people or that you wish maybe people knew about your organization, or you wish people would ask about the organization that they don't? Uh, that maybe you don't get a chance to tell people. If so, what right? Would, what would so, that be? So many of us that grew up here, um, many years, you, you know, just say, oh well, that's an orphanage, uh, because it kind it was. Uh, yeah. And we used to take placements from the Department of Human Resources and things. But over time, uh, that is a, has evolved into to working with older young people, for lack of a better description, uh, and then many of whom have babies and, and young children with them. Plus, as I described, we have our education programs, uh, one of which is on campus and then three more around the community. Um, so I think we just do a lot more than people realize because they knew we were an orphanage 40 years ago and they assume that's, I mean, that's a pretty basic description, but um, yeah, we just do a lot more than that. Uh, and, and that's expanded to not only people that live here, uh, meaning our education programs and also uh, in our residential programs uh, that it's primarily uh, late teen, early twenties trying to gain education or vocational training and, and enter the workforce. Got you. Is that and so I guess that would kind of lead kind of to, to to my final uh, thought or, or, or question is you know how how can the public get all this information about you guys? Obviously they can read you right up in our I guess in our magazine, but if we were going to send them directly to you, what's the sure. best way for them to find out about all these things that you guys do? Um, our our website is wilmerhall.org, and it, it gives a pretty good description of each program. Uh, you know, and, and if there's a group, anybody's particularly interested or a group from a church or a business or a civic group that wants to come for a, a tour and an imperfect in-person explanation. Uh, sometimes groups like to do that and they can see uh, a cottage, for example, and see yeah. our classrooms and, and our campus. Uh, and so we're, we're happy to, to give a tour, like I said, to a, to a group from uh, a business or a church or a civic group. Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, well, any, any final, any final thought from you before we let you go? We know you have uh, a busy day ahead of you. So if any, any final words? Sure. Um, just, just thanks to everybody in the community for, for the support the last 157 years. Um, you know, we put a lot of, of neat stories and updates uh, on our social media. So I'd encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, which is easy to find. And uh, thanks for having me. Love it. Thank you Love for it. all that you are doing. And tell May, we said hello. We know that May Dennis is a huge part of the organization as well. And so you guys continue to do the amazing work that y'all have been doing. Thank you very much. I will. 
All right. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. I'm actually glad. Else? That was a really good question. What you, What is something that you wish that the or the community would know about your organization? You hear that? You hear that, guys? This Interview is my, skills. It's my wife here. She yeah. just said I had a good question. I'm going to... We're recording this, right? <laughs> this is being recorded? Okay, no, I good. think it's, it's important because I think sometimes organizations can get, so sometimes people have no idea what they do. And then sometimes I think they get lumped into, he said, like, well, most people think we're an orf orphanage. Yeah. Well, there's so much more to Wilmer Hall um, that used to be what they, you know, what they were. And now they are, they have transitioned into transitional programs and all kinds of things. It's incredible. I'm trying to ask that question to organizations because I'm going to try to ask that to everyone that we do. The reason is because I wonder if there's something that they, that they have inside. They're like, ah, I wish, I wish I would, we would just get asked about this and, right. and maybe they don't. So I'm trying to give that opportunity for, uh, for organizations to be Absolutely. able to, to say that. So, um, guys, thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for listening. We've got more of these coming out. Uh, of course you can get the magazine, from any of the organizations that are in it or a number of local businesses, or you can read the digital version online. If your organization wants to be in it next year, reach out to us, shoot us a line. Uh, we try to find, uh, you know, assist, find sponsors, line sponsors up to help. Organizations have, have, have helped us fund this project. Super expensive to produce a magazine and print thousands of them and put them around town. But, uh, and if you're a company out there and you want to sponsor an organization, um, we're looking to just keep growing and growing this uh, this publication annually because we want to see we want to see hundreds of organizations. So we we have found out in doing the research for this, there are a lot of organizations that are doing some cool stuff, and we just want to want to attempt and do our best at being able to tell all those stories of uh, even more and more organizations. So absolutely, that was incredible for Wilmer Wilmer Hall today. That's a tongue twister. Wilmer Wilmer Hall. You have to slow down on that, that one. Might be a personal problem. <laughs> it might be a personal problem. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much for being with us, and we'll see you on the next one.